This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities. SNN Network and Modestway Don are not licensed brokers, broker-dealers, market makers, investment bankers, investment advisors, analysts, or underwriters. We do not recommend any companies discussed. We may buy and sell securities in any company mentioned and may profit in the event those securities rise in value. We recommend you consult with a professional investment advisor, broker, or legal counsel before purchasing or selling any securities referenced in this podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to Avoiding the Crowd podcast with your host, Maj Swaydan. I'm your producer, Robert Kraft, and uh, yeah, thank you all for joining us today. It, we're recording this actually on Friday, September 25th. It's been a long couple days of, uh, of uh, going to one of the best events in our industry in the microcap space, the Microcap Club Leadership Summit. Now, before we get to that, because you know we figured we'd give a little quick take, Mosh, what's going on, man? How you doing? been a long week. Tired. It's a long, a long two days. A long week preparing for the conference. Yeah, I like these conferences, man. You know, you know, between LD, yours, um, you know, and, and Ian's, it's a really good chance for, you know, investors to get up to date with certain companies and management teams, especially if you own some of these stocks. So it enables you to um, touch management more, more than one time a year. And which is good to continue to get updates and see what's changing. So I really appreciate that you, everything you, you, all of you do to make that happen for us. And it's particularly good to look at, you know, this one was nice because we're coming um, towards like when you did your conference, I think we were kind of in the midst of COVID. You know, that was one perspective. And that, done and, two. <laughs> we did the one, we did, right we did the one in, yeah. at the end of April, like right in like the, in the thick of it. And then we did, uh, and then we did the one in August. So. You know, I, mean, I guess, I guess, I guess all these events now are in the middle of COVID, right? <laughs> well, kind of, but it's cool about this one now, like we're coming out of it now, you know, like where I'm here in Florida, things are opening up, the bars are going, I think, well, I don't know what level three, whatever, they're just, they're opening up full time now. Right. Um, and so it's kind of good to hear where some of these companies were right now, you know, as, as we go into COVID um, at exit and, you know, um, it was really the, the beat I got for most of these companies um, that I um, sat in on. I don't, there were several companies. I, I don't know the actual amount. It must have been at least 15 maybe companies. I got to go back and check. I had 14. So we had about, the same. So it was 14. About that. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, you know and it, oh, it was business as usual at most companies. And it, it's surprising how management teams of good companies are able to kind of weather the storm and find new ways to, you know, deal with some of these crises. But, you know, they've, it wasn't as bad as it, it, it could have been for a lot of companies. You know, it's never yeah. as good, just like it is for investing. It's never as bad as it seems. Um, and for a lot of these public companies uh, with good team, management teams, the same thing. And it was I mean, refreshing to hear that, hey, that they gotten this far surviving. And a lot of what happened, a lot of these companies what you're learning too, is that they use this opportunity, a crisis like this to get more lean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, if you look at read a lot of earnings reports, you might see a lot of companies like revenues are down, but their earnings are going up because they became more lean. Right. Um, and that's what these re, these crises do that. They make companies reset and take out the excess. Just like in your real life, when crises happen, you do things and you cut back on things and you still move on and survive. So when we come out of these crises, you have leaner balance sheets, lean, you know, leaner, just leaner um, income statements. Um, and, 
you know, you must, we might see some really interesting earnings power coming out of this. So I was trying to see, you know, you know, how, get, can I get the pulse on that? And, you know, a lot of companies that, you know, were at the conference for this Ian's conference, you know, there's a lot of companies that we, I own particularly and a lot of them we talk about geo investing. So it's going to be good to, it's good to get a report card and kind of maybe I'll be talking about some of those experiences on geo investing. And um, yeah. as I do it, I do it, I do it every conference when I go to LD or even your conference, I kind of give a recap of, some of the better interviews or better one-on-ones that we had. And it's, it's usually been pretty good for us. We've found really good companies at these conferences. So we appreciate what you're doing. Dude, I always look forward to your wrap up, especially on my conference. You know, you never look, you know, especially when we're, when we're putting these events together and you talk to companies about, you know, their interest and why they want to present and whatnot. And, you know, it runs the gamut of, uh, Hey, we got some things that we really want to talk about. You know, it's been a while since we've talked to investors and there's sometimes where, you know, I don't have as much, time or bandwidth to say, you know, all right, well, let's to actually even sit in on some of the presentations and really give that deep dive, you know, like, okay, what's going on, you know, with this business. So I appreciate, you know, you and, and every investor that comes to our events and goes and supports all these events, because it's really necessary for our business to really be able to kind of, you know, really go through and figure out which companies, you know, we, we all kind of might Look, think and, are interesting. And, and, and not every, and not all investors are going to think the same ideas are, are all interesting. You know, everybody has their individual ways in which they pick stocks, of course, but you know. Yeah, and, and I can't stress enough. I mean, you know, now with everything going virtual, there's no excuse as an investor. If you're a serious investor, especially in a nano cap and micro cap space, not to participate in some of these events, you're going to just be hearing these management companies talk and they're going to, they're going to talk and you're going to get a better feel for what's going on in business that maybe you, you won't get in a press release or a conference call transcript or something. And more importantly, you're going to hear a lot of interaction from other investors and their questions they're asking um, and their perspective. And that brings out really interesting things in these stories. So I really encourage any investor who is, you know, serious about investing in, in stocks in general to really participate in these things. It's really, really important. And, you know, in the end, like, you know, we just, a geo, let's do a recap here. You know, here's five, six bullet points. You know, we don't, because we have to, we want to do a quick turnaround on, on our views of the conference. And sometimes that's all we need really to get, get hot an idea. You know, and, was, uh, sorry, not to cut you off, but one, one other big point that you made, you know, when you were talking about how, you know, some of these companies are actually seeing earnings because they're getting lean and mean because, you know, through this crisis. But I'd say another thing that was pretty common, especially with a lot of the companies that we heard uh, do their presentations today is they're very innovative, you know, looking at, at doing a lot of new innovation within their own means, you know, not going out and, you know, getting these little, from what I understand, not doing too many transactions, but within their own means is, is doing a lot of innovation within their own platforms or um, enhancing their technology a little bit more to, you know, serve more of their customer base. Well, they're, they're all serving, you know, they're either serving consumers or they're serving, they're serving um, corporate clients, right? And um, or commercial clients and consumers and commercial clients have their own challenges in this, in this environment. And um, a lot of these companies step up to the challenge to be able to serve that. So, I mean, if you're like, um, you know, maybe you have a, maybe you had a division of a company that was an online, you had an online piece of the business of your business that wasn't really growing much. Um, now you were during COVID, you're able to really accelerate that business um, and really grow it. And uh, being able to do that quickly is really um, fascinating. How some of these companies really did that and, and pivoted. 
So then when we come back to normal days, you know, you, you're now your online is, is, is humming and then maybe the brick and mortar stuff comes back and then everything's humming at the same time. Um, so yeah, man, that's, I, I, that's one thing I really love about, um, I find really interesting about companies and their ability to just, just like, um, adjust to these times. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. You got to answer that. By the way, you're speaking at a very, very, you know, you're not speaking too fast today. I know you, you told me last well, that's time. That's because I'm tired. That's because you're tired. <laughs> but I mean, there's like, it was like, you know, I, I went through it. That, that can bring us up to a interesting thing we did on Geo. And so we do things at Geo sometimes to give our members a, a look into our research process because they would maybe want to do it themselves. So we did this little risk assessment thing. We went over all the stocks or 38 stocks in our coverage universe that are either, you know, we're long or that are, are one of our model portfolios. And we looked at each one and did an assessment on like how these companies, um, um, well, what's, what's the impact of COVID on them? Short-term, um, long-term, and do they find new growth avenues because of the crisis or did it just accelerate already favorable trends? So we went through um, all 38 stocks and did that pretty, pretty deep. So it took about three weeks to do it. Um, so, um, I mean, and, and it was pretty, when I did that, it was pretty interesting. When I saw like, I mean, almost majority of companies um, are going to obviously survive through this. And a lot of them are just getting stronger through it. It's, and it's pretty amazing. And everybody thought when the internet came, when it, this evolution is good, man. It changes good in the end. You know, and it, it just it causes, it, it, it creates, innovative thinking on new ways of doing things. And just, um, I think this, this is no different this time. Um, so um, we're going to do more of that at you actually, as we move forward. Actually, that was one of the things um, I got, I get a lot of questions uh, throughout the week. Oh, you do? Um, well, <laughs> through our members, yeah. <laughs> which I like, which, which I enjoy. That means we're doing a good job, right? Because we're interacting and we're getting more recently. And a lot, you know, a lot of the questions, uh, you know, a lot of them are advice oriented, you know, what do you buy, sell? What are you, what are you doing with this stock? Is it still worth buying? And that's a tough one for me because we don't want to be, we're not these pumpers. We don't go, Hey, so go buy, 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 or, you know, and pound table, but we do let people know what we are doing. And we hope that our research that we're conveying kind of helps people understand the decisions we're making, how aggressive we're being, or maybe not aggressive. It's long-term or short-term. Um, but what I learned is we can still be a little better at geo in terms of, um, helping investors understand our conviction. And, you know, we knew we have a lot of beginner investors, even intermediate who could really, um, um, appreciate that, I guess. So I, I we figure we're, we're looking at ways to maybe without really giving, you know, saying bye, bye, bye. We're not going to do that. That's not something we're ever going to do, but trying to give it an idea, more, more ideas about our conviction. And we did that. We, we actually did that. Our first step to doing that was a few years ago when we um, created the high conviction portfolio, which we call our favorite portfolio, uh, which which is about maybe 10 or 15 stocks that we think are <laughs> sorry, my brother go. going crazy. <laughs> Zoo, come on, text, man. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, hold on uh, real quick, just to, to make a point. That's the producer's fault, by the way, for not making sure that before we started. Everything man. was Hey, I'm tired uh, today, too. I've been up <laughs> since six. You've been up since nine. All right. So, um, so we just, I, I, also, I also have to real quickly say, you know, it, maybe, maybe it's only because you guys are both from the same place, but when you said bye, 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 I actually legit, I was like, Oh my God, 
I actually sounded just like him, but it's that same Philly accent that that was coming. Oh, out. Kramer! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. We don't do that. And I, and actually, we got a, I got an email from someone um about a week ago. A testimonial was like who appreciated that. It's a new member. So I love that you guys don't do that, and it helps us um, be, be t- become critical thinkers and think on our own. So that was really good to hear that. Awesome. But we are going to try and do this like rating system, basically just a one, a, not a buy, sell, hold, accumulate, all that bullshit, like five, six ratings, five stars. More of like just a one to two. You know, a one is maybe higher conviction, more timely, and a two maybe is not. We still, we still like the plays. I mean, these are all going to be stocks that we are in our like model portfolios. But at least, you know, we understand some members want shorter term plays or want to know what the short term play is, even though most of our stuff is long term they still have potentially short-term elements to them. Right. Um, and we're going to try and call that, call that out a little more. And um, just in general, I'm, I have some really pretty cool things coming up, Geo, that I can't talk about yet that are going to be pretty awesome and innovative uh, to really start. Um, uh, well, I, I don't want to get into it because I'm going to give it away. You know me. Sure. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I, I, I got you. And I know I could get it out of you easy. But anyways, but we'll, we'll say that. We'll say, we'll say that for a later day for when you're ready. But um, Wanted to get real, get back real quick because you know I think now's a good time to give our kudos to Ian Castle, Mike Schellinger, the whole team at Microcap Club. It's a great event. I love the format. You know, it's it's one of the few events I go to where I don't have to work. I can just enjoy. So I mm-hmm. always, I just, I love the experience and go to every single meeting, try and listen to every single one of the keynotes. And I mean, it was all the pitch sessions. You did a pitch yesterday. I did do a pitch. Yes. You did do a pitch. Do you want to talk about it now or you want to save that one? Yeah, it's too illiquid. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out hey, someone else, someone called us out the other day saying that, uh, we, you know, how is this only, a, you know, 50 some odd views? It's gotten more views since then. So, you know, hey, if it's a liquid, you know, we're only getting 50 views, just whatever. Yeah, I'm going to save it. <laughs> All I, right, I still want to interview management somewhere to get deeper into it. All but right. it, is, I, it. By the way, I will be adding it to the fair portfolio probably. It's a beautiful information arbitrage. No situation. Right. Yeah, just with that. There we go. There we go. All right. We'll it's going to get us a company, seven years of predictability, seven years of revenue predictability and earnings predictability after several years of just like meandering along. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm pretty happy about that. All right. I won't press you. You know, I could, but I won't press <laughs> you. Don't worry. We'll te- we're, you're teasing it, it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> Don't worry. We're because teasing it. Buy we're teasing, we're teasing it up for a later episode, but uh, hey, hey, man, you know you know my drill. I've told you that one. But uh, we are going to have an episode coming up soon, talk about some uh, risk portfolio piece. Yeah. Um, um, one of the things that we do now, or I'm, I'm going to start personally myself, actually, is to um, I, maybe really go through some of these stocks that, um, from a perspective of portfolio protection, I used to be. I used to do a lot of shorting in China when we were when we were covering China fraud between 2010 and 14. We uncovered 13 or I think 12 or 13 China frauds and got delisted. We uncovered 22 pump and dump um, 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 scenarios here in the U.S. So there was a time for that, but then I, you know, we we're bullish investors at heart at geo investing. So um, I'm testing maybe I'm 20 with doing something else now on the side, maybe on the portfolio protection side. And starting to have this um, maybe a product where it's more about hey, just looking at companies from both the bullish and the bearish point of view and have intelligent conversation about it. Yeah, not necessarily not saying go short, short, short at all, 
but more of it, you know, just if you're an investor, you know, beware of these risks. Uh, and we think we, what's nice about that, we can bring that research out very quickly as opposed to writing 30, 40 page reports and really actually do a really good thing for retail, for investors is to, is to get the information out there as quick as possible. So there's a, there's a pretty high profile company that we're, well, I'm looking at that. I think that might be next week if we, if, if we're lucky. We'll we're, trying, we, we're working on it. We're going to make it happen. You know, we just got to get the time. There's a couple yeah. holidays and time schedules. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out though. I'm, I'm excited about that episode. It should be fun. Yeah. And then the goal um, that is to, the goal that is to learn, to learn how to find these red flags that might be there. I mean, um, and how do I identify which red flags are important, which ones are just who cares that they'll be resolved over time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is now we have to, if we're a long investor, we need to, you know, understand that there are short sellers out there. You know, your stocks are going up, starts hitting the highs. Short sellers are going to look, look at that and they're going to try and find the smallest little thing in that, in that risk, you know, in that 10K or 10Q and your press release and your risk factors that may be really nothing in the end, but if it's enough to cause sensationalism, it could cause it, you know, a, a 10, 20% drop in your stock price temporarily and that's how they make their money. Gotcha. All right. So we're teasing that up. That's coming up. But one more, one more quick take on from, from uh, it's, it's really not just from the summit, but all of our, all these events where, you know, management teams are doing presentations, you know, Majin, your experience and you've gone to thousands of these events. You've talked with thousands of management teams, you know, especially when it comes to these events and seeing these presentations and in their 20, 25, 30 minute, uh, however long that they have, you know, what's the one or two things that when you hear them, you're like, that's it. Nope. Next. You know, like what, what's, what's, what's some red flags for you when you, that comes up in a presentation and you're like, all right, well, this might be an interesting story, but they said this next. I'm sure I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I can say like a couple of things, like number one, I'm looking at trying to figure out the company's attitude towards capital structure and how, and growing the company through organically versus having to raise money excessively to grow, to grow the stock. And if I see, if I get the sense that a company doesn't really have a um, loyalty to its share, shareholder, share, um, a share outstanding base, um, I get a little worried. And so I'm really looking at that, you know, and, and I get more excited about things that can grow organically or than not. So, because a lot of companies use these conferences to raise money, you know, and to go out there and just, whatever, pitch a, pitch a dream or pitch a fantasy to raise money. And that's what you got to try and weave through. Um, and I'm also looking to hear how management companies like answer, they, they, they actually answer a question directly or they sidestep it. You know, I want to know like if, if, if someone asks a question during these interviews, um, you know, about their margins, they don't even know what their margins are. They don't know what their product mix is. They don't know these little small things that they should know. I get a little worried. Um, sometimes and that's I'm looking for that so but just, you know there's no there's no a lot of times everybody we get these kind of questions you know what's the best way to you know invest or look at these things and it's no cookie cutter approach it's just it's over time interviewing enough management teams to understand that it's a fluid process and you develop this journal in your head of scenarios over time mm-hmm. and that you just have to understand how things fluid and it, if you told me to do a blueprint you know I could have Imagine that does it this way that checks the boxes off these five and gets it right. And this one doesn't it has other five boxes it checks off so, mm-hmm. and they get it right. Um, so it just really, you start, have to start, you start developing a natural kind of instinct um, of what management teams to trust and what business plan to trust. 
Mm-hmm. They make sense. Yeah. I find myself going into some of these meetings now, or most of them is I know most of the companies or I've interviewed management at some point, you know, so it's like, it's, it's rare. I, there was only a few today that I listened to where it was completely new, you know, for me in, in terms of like having never heard management do a presentation. And I, I was, I was really excited about those. And I, if anybody's trying to get me to say what my favorite presentation of the day was, you're not going to hear it because they were, all, <laughs> they all, they all did a great job. You know, it was uh, you know, look, it's a pressure cooker. It's not the easiest thing to do to get in there and not just present and doing a presentation itself is scary, but you know, these are intimidating investors, man. Like <laughs> this is a group that knows their shit. This ain't, this ain't no, this ain't no walk in the park right here, you know? And so I give a lot of kudos to those management teams for uh, making it happen. And especially the investors for, you know, making those management teams feel like they need to be on their game. You know, that, and they look, and that on itself is a, is a huge what, win. What you learn too is the CEOs and CFOs, they like talking, they like answering the questions. They want to, they want tough questions. And I love to hear that too. They'd rather the Q and A. <laughs> yeah, they love the Q and A, and uh, but you know what's also interesting now too. By the way, about it, just having um, the market's been pulling back, so it was really good for me to like hear some of my how how my companies are doing that I own right now mm-hmm. during this little small pullback we've had in Nanocats and the smaller capitalized companies. So that's so it's really great. You know, you have the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year, so you're getting its perspective all year round. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, dude. We said, I, I, I don't know if I said at the beginning, but we said we do, this is going to be a quick one today because next week, if, if we can figure that out for, for what we have planned, like that, that's probably going to be a bit longer of an episode and pretty fun. I probably, yeah, I, yep, I think so. Yeah. So here, let's do final takes. Uh, any games that you're watching this weekend? Here, I'm going to tell you which ones I feel I'm probably going to watch if I can because I don't have friggin' reds on. Who's Pittsburgh playing? Here, I'm finding out for you right now. They're playing. Where are they playing? I'm playing Houston. That should be interesting. Houston. What's the over/under sacks that a uh, TJ Watt's gonna get on Deshaun this weekend? Let's say the over/under might be two at least. Let me see here. That guy gets sacked more than any quarterback in the league. I I I I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's true, at least statistically. But I can't confirm that. I just I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up my pool thing over here real quick. <laughs> Let me even see. Uh, it's a new set. Here's what I, Maj, here was the new segment that I was thinking of us for, to do. Like it, I texted you about this. It's like a, for each, for each week. And we just go week by week, not like for the full season, but like week by week, like who's your going long, who are you shorting this week? And then who is it? Who's the China fraud? Well, I like <laughs> keep it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. geo investing thing. There'll always be one. Yeah. Those. There's always one. <laughs> The Steelers game is tough, man, because uh, obviously, as you know, I'm a Steelers fan. Yes. And they're, um, they're favored by, I think, four and a half. They're playing Houston. And I think Houston's 0-2, and it's a scary game because Pittsburgh's 2-0. Houston's 0-2, and this is a must-win for Houston. Um, but I have no – I think Houston's overrated anyway, so I think – I think has got no receivers. Getting pretty good. Sean's got fan. no receivers. He's incredible, but he's got he's got no he's got no weapons. He's okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Well, not a what? Big fan. <laughs> this is, uh, that guy's amazing. Yeah, he's he's right. definitely he's definitely top tier. And also, I mean, he got a, you know he got a big contract um, before the season started. A lot of times that ends up being a, a down year for some of these players. So. Nah. 
Dude, they, traded, they traded away a top five who are, who are wide receiver. Who are your mighty Giants playing? Oh, you're done. San Fran? Actually, this is going to be a close game. San Fran just announced that Mullins is starting, and um, and then Bosa's out for the year. And uh, I thought I just saw somebody else was out. You lost your guy. You're running back. I mean. Yeah, but, I mean, our line sucked anyway. So, I mean, it was kind of an inevitability. Like, that, that was the shittiest part about being a – Giants fan, like, and having this incredible running back. And I think this was said on the Bill Simmons podcast, so I, I'll quote it. But they it, it, they were more or less like, okay, here we go. Like, you're going to take Saquon and then taking Danny Dimes, but no line whatsoever. You're just basically Barry Sanders-ing him, more or less. Like, potentially the greatest running back of our generation, and he's probably not going to have much to show for it, unfortunately. Not the Giants. I'll take that bet, by the way. I mean, I'll, if you want. What? Well, you take the Giants over the uh, over. I'm taking uh, San Fran. You're a Giants fan, right? Oh, yeah, I'm a Giants fan. Oh, so you're gonna take? Oh, you're taking San Fran against me? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Do a little, All right. What's our wager? Yeah, let's let's, know, let's like, do we'll a wager. We'll do a beer and a shot. Beer and a shot. Okay. I'm next time. I'm good with that. At the here, how about this? If the Giants win. You have to do a beer and a shot before at the beginning of the episode. If the San Fran wins, I'll do a beer and a shot right before we start recording. Hopefully, it'll be later in the day. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm gonna, I know, I got, you got to do a shot like every 30 seconds or something or every five minutes. <laughs> every five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> no, I'm going to be back in my office. I'm going to have to drive home, so no. <laughs> I'm even going to give you the – I'm even going to um, – What's the line? Give you the points. It's, it's four and a half. Wow. San Francisco still giving up four and a half? With a backup? Wow, they Vegas right. has they have no respect for New York anymore. Or the Giants. Well, actually no, New York in general. The Jets suck too. Wonder how you many got, I think got, that was the biggest sh- line. You got, a, you got a shot. All right, it's on. It's on. It's on. All right, man. Let's go jump in the virtual happy hour for a little bit. I think that's on. It's just starting. Ah, uh, that's right. All right, buddy. Talk right. to you later, man. Later, buddy. See ya. Yeah. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not an offer or solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities. SNN Network and Maj Don are not licensed brokers, broker-dealers, market makers, investment bankers, investment advisors, analysts, or underwriters. We do not recommend any companies discussed. We may buy and sell securities in any company mentioned and may profit in the event those securities rise in value. We recommend you consult with a professional investment advisor, broker, or legal counsel before purchasing or selling any securities referenced in this podcast.